guys, welcome back to uh, Small Consolation, our podcast where we are currently going through a Call of Cthulhu scenario uh, called The Fall Without End. Um, so are we, it details the exploits of two teams of uh, mountaineers who are attempting to crest the southern and highest peak of Mount McKinley in 1931. When we last left off, we were approaching the cloud line at the end of uh, the overhang with Team Alpha, which consists of Jared and Nick, who are in control of the characters Roy Sullivan for Nick and Professor Richard Davis for Jared. And uh, these guys were... Um, yeah, they basically had just crested a, a near an inverted overhang of extremely slippery ice, and they had also had their first encounter with uh, these otherworldly worm creatures that were devouring the rock side and uh, could basically climbing all over the place and you know just generally being all Cthulhu-y and creepy and uh, <laughs> yeah, so there you go. That's what you can expect more of now. Um, but anyway, we return to them at the overhang. So uh, you've passed a, a night uh, on this this ridge, basically looking up now at the, the cloud line at the top of this overhang, and um, you know managed to get by unscathed with your first encounter. Um, Roy was a crack shot with his 1911 and managed to at least dissuade one of these creatures enough to keep it from devouring them, and you. Probably, I don't know how well you guys slept that night, but uh, but uh, go ahead and, and actually, just to get things kicked off, just kick you in the nuts right away. Go ahead and give me give me some constitution checks because in the night, you know, the weather has picked up a bit on the side, and you've got these blizzards blowing in, and uh, it's starting to look a little bit dangerous. Barely succeeded. Success. All right, so uh, you know what? You don't give a fuck about the cold, I guess, <laughs> apparently. Got a couple bad asses here. Solomon has taught me to steal my heart and <laughs> <laughs> steal my entire body and we, psyche. We basically killed a man. Like, <laughs> I kind of did. I tried my best. <laughs> uh, all right, so no, no damage taken from the cold. Despite everything, you're still in remarkably good shape. So Love Lovecraft would be would be ashamed of me here in my attempts as keeper. But uh, at any rate, you guys now find yourself ascending upwards. You know you're you're now you're in the mist of the cloud line. You've crossed into that that boundary um, again. The swirling wind and snow is kind of buffeting against you. Um, so it's going to be rough going uh, as you continue forward. But to make matters even worse, you hear this this crackling gravel munching sound. Like, you know that these creatures are out there. So both of you give me sanity rolls as well. Uh, Ty is considered a success, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> so just... <laughs> He's still just managing to keep it together, but how is uh, how's um, Davis faring? Not as well. Um, <laughs> pretty hard failure there. <laughs> Eighty-eight, okay. and my sanity's fifty. <laughs> All right. Uh, so it's just you know 
it's now nearly a full day of just putting up with this. Like you see, occasionally you'll see dark silhouettes rolling through the mists to either side and you hear that crunch of gravel and you know that just out of nowhere one of these things can just barrel into you and, and take you guys out. This um, is not what I signed up for. Yeah, so uh, go ahead and give me, you know, we'll go with the D6 for sanity loss on this one. One. <laughs> and you guys are just unflappable <laughs> in the face of adversity. I had a moment where I was just like, ah, get it together. <laughs> Steal yourself. We Steal are, yourself more. We are going to say, though, like as one of them comes rolling by particularly closely, you do have a moment where you, you jump and you feel a pack come disconnected. Um, and so you, you lose you lose some of your supplies and this convulsing fit of just, you know, after days of putting up with this. So not the end of the world, but you feel as though you can see it from here. <laughs> so did I lose one? Uh, yeah, lose one point of sanity. And um, we'll say that you've, you've now depleted some of the supplies that you were carrying with you. That's just kind of a note for me on my end. I'll know that that's... Which supplies? You know, um, whatever's most convenient. <laughs> you know what? Give me. You have it in the list there. Like, yep. uh, roll on a, a die. Like, if there's ten items, like roll a d10 or something. One, two, we'll three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. I got fifteen items. Okay, roll a d20, and we'll see what. Uh... Fourteen. So the fourteenth item on the list. We'll say you pack that. Watch it be like. All the food or something. Our tent. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> we lost our tent. That is really bad. That's... <laughs> Don't worry, I've got a waterproof blanket and we might be cuddling for some more. <laughs> uh, oh man. That's better than nothing at this point. Alright. So um go ahead, we'll give give me a couple more uh, for the lead climber, give me um uh, We'll go with two climbing checks right now. One is a hard success, and that one's just a success. Okay. So you managed to make it despite everything that's going on on that next day. So we're now you know, like five days in, I think-ish. You guys are making just record time <laughs> up this mountain. Like, this that tent was heavy. Yeah. <laughs> you got rid of that. Um, sort of left it off the overhang. <laughs> and uh, so it's it's now, you know, it takes you the better part of a day just to get up and be on the cloud line here. So, uh, and that's a lot of time just spent in still what's pretty much a vertical climb. But as you do pass the cloud line um, above you, you begin to see some kind of interesting, some interesting uh, characteristics of the mountain. So directly uh, ahead of you, you see a, a more gradual um, and snowy slope uh, that kind of winds its way around towards uh, the summit. Looks like it could still, you know, take, take a decent amount of time, uh, but again, it's, it's not nearly as steep as the basically vertical climbing that you've been doing to get up um, the overhang. So that will give you a bit of respite there. Alternatively, you see another path as you look off to the east, 
Um, there's a split between the rock face, basically kind of a, a larger crevasse that you could attempt to uh, maneuver across. It would be a slightly more direct route to the summit. But go ahead and uh, both of you give me survival checks. Uh, hard success. Okay. Failed. Okay. Um, so Davis kind of turns expectantly to Roy and defers to his years of mountaineering experience. And you can tell from looking at these two scenarios that, that while the, the split crevasse uh, climb would save you some time, you know, it'll require a, a pendulum traverse, kind of a, it's a, a, a much riskier maneuver that will involve creating a pendulum out of the belay uh, person and having them basically jump the gap and set a new anchor point for the team on the other side of the crevasse. So my jump's not good. <laughs> um, so you know that that's a, it's, it's definitely a risky maneuver. As much as I would like to not be on the island any longer or on the mountain any longer, I you want to be on an island. That's sounding pretty good right now. <laughs> yeah. It's my ties. I'm just uh, kick back. I think I think we should uh, take the better footing path. I'm totally game with that. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor's just like gasping and shook from his. Uh, Theoretically, we've made some good time already, so we can kind of. <laughs> um. You and of course, amidst all of this, as you're trying to decide the best route, there's the ever-present threat that just is beyond your comprehension. These mysterious creatures that you, no one warned you about this. Uh, you've heard nothing, but only now you begin to connect some signs with the man that you encountered on all the way back days ago on Knife's Ridge, and you wonder if perhaps that's not what uh, could have led to his fate. One of the Hutchison brothers. So beginning to look grim for the Hutchison expedition uh, and you wonder if no matter which route you take what might become of you with all these creatures around so and if it's an open slope theoretically we might have a better shot at either one seeing them or two dealing with them yeah so with that in mind it looks like you guys are planning to head towards Parker's rebuff um, okay so you crest uh, basically this vertical portion, head out onto the slope, uh, still carrying all of what supplies remain. And now that you you get out into a clearer area, like you, know, you can kind of you begin to see you know this the snow is swirling around the mountain top. It's you know you're freezing cold, but you have a slightly better view. Um, and there are now you see dozens of these things just kind of writhing upwards into the air. Like you can tell that they're having a little more difficulty maneuvering on this, this terrain. Like, you know, they're a little, they're kind of doing that awkward janky stair stepping movement, but they are kind of, you know, crawling around looking for, you see them just devouring chunks of the mountain, just like ripping it apart and, pulling up the ice. And, well, this won't know. be the tallest mountain for much longer. <laughs> <laughs> so basically they're like wacky, inflatable, arm-flailing tube men. With teeth. Deep. Well, yeah. <laughs> if you take uh, knives to the hands. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I get, I'm assuming we're about ready to traverse across this. Yeah, but the site, you know, it's just this 
it's as if the mountain has sprouted a, a fleshy forest with a need fleshy to devour human flesh. So go ahead and give me sanity rolls again. Let's see. I failed. All I right. barely failed. Okay, so both of you give me a d6 roll. Ouch. Okay, so take that. And what are, uh, Nick, what was your overall sanity level? I just want to make sure. Uh, overall was 50. Same. So I'm down to 44 now. Okay. I'm so at 47. Okay. So it's just, you know, it's, it's a, a shock to your system for sure. Like you just seeing this, this writhing mass that you're going to have to navigate through. You've, you've conquered mountains before, but never anything like this. So still keeping it together, but it's, you just can hardly describe feelings that you have as you are forced to push forward. You said we have to navigate. Can I try to figure out a, with a navigate rule, maybe the best path that's going to maybe avoid conflict? Sure, yeah. Give me a navigation rule. That is a success. Plain success. Okay. Um, so one thing that you notice is uh, you don't necessarily see a clear route through these, cre these crazy fleshy monstrosities, but you manage to keep your wits about you and you notice that there's a bit of a, a bluff that is gonna provide you some protection from the gale force winds that are just, just howling across the top of this slope now. So especially with kind of the uptick in weather, it'll give you the best chance of staying out of the wind, reducing the cold a little bit, and maybe giving you better visibility of the creatures as you, as you press forwards. So you kind of, you, you point this out to, to Roy, and safe to say the two of you want to head in that direction, like kind of keeping the crest of this, this, this bluff. Do they ever, the worms, ever, like, make notice of us at all? Well, I don't know, Jared. We'll see. <laughs> well, like the one on the overhang that was right, like, right, I'm going right, to attack yeah. you. Like when they <laughs> obviously didn't see us, but they smelled us. Go ahead and make some endurance checks for me as you progress across this this slope. Is that uh, sorry, not endurance? Uh, constitution. Constitution. Okay. okay. Oh. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so at this point, uh, go ahead and roll a d6 for me. Yes, a one. Two. Okay. Um, so despite your best efforts, uh, at this point, it's just, it's almost inhospitable up here. You know, the air is getting really thin. Um, you can feel your lungs just working for every ounce of oxygen. And not only that, the biting cold has just begun to, uh, I mean, eat through your clothing and like you just, you're starting to feel the first hints of frostbite so you know you're taking some damage you're losing some dexterity in your limbs like it's just um so yeah go ahead and apply that damage and we will keep going um, as of yet the creatures you haven't strayed too close enough to them but uh, you keep moving on and uh one of the creatures though eventually does manage to get close. You see it kind of moving along sideways along the rock face that uh, is next to you, like it's climbing along that bluff. Can I uh, try, like, to hide? Can. Gonna, like, just dig into the... 
It'll, like pop into the snow banks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, see here, uh, that will be a failure. Okay. You you managed to get yourself like covered in the snow, um, and rather than you know not having it, you it you struggle to even see eyes on this creature as it gets gets near. Like its anatomy is just totally alien to you, and it's difficult to discern what senses it's using to even navigate it basically it's it's drawn by some otherworldly purpose um and so despite your best efforts to hide it does kind of keep moving towards you at your current position um so is there anything the doctor wishes to do at this point um yeah i've got a flare <laughs> and i'm gonna shoot it at it and see if we can either discourage it or maybe it'll take damage from the flare okay um so do you have is it just like a hand flare like a disposable flare just like okay okay um so you light just light the flare up then and like it's getting close and you want to just try and like throw it in its maw as it like oh yeah i guess it's not flare yeah just flinging it at it (laughs) (laughs) all right sounds good give me a throw check this was unprepared (laughs) Oh, and I, the wind blew it back and hit me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, what, what exactly did you roll? 86. It's My throw is a 20. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. So that's an extreme. But, well, it's no, not, it'd just be hard, I guess. It's fail. It's not a fumble. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, you, you attempt to throw, throw the flare, flare. Like you said, I like that. The wind catches it. It just, like, blows all wildly off course, comes back, like, maybe hits your back, like, scatters. Flare, <laughs> we got four flares left, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and the creature continues basically barreling towards you. I uh, they they, 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 they seem to. Be... Last time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I, I don't like the idea with so many, but since they don't turn very well, mm. uh, I I want to do a, a dodge and let it slip past. Okay. Um, all right, go ahead and give me a dodge roll, and we'll see if you can kind of... Uh, that will be a hard success. Okay. Um, so you manage to gather up your gear, and you basically... We'll go ahead and say, like, in the context of this, it hasn't quite, like, got into combat range, but we'll say you're, like, really... You, you know, you're taking some steps out onto the slope to get further away from this particular creature. Like, you're just, you're taking the only exit that you basically can, but you're rolling through the snow, like, just scrambling to get out of the way of this thing. So go ahead, and uh, you can either stay and try again to I'll fight dodge again. Just try and dodge. I'll try to dodge. Ah, <laughs> 75. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> So you try and dodge and get out of the way of the creature, but unfortunately it's just too fast and too large. And as it swings by, uh, part of its gaping maw is going to like rake across your body. Like you're trying to get your gear out, but you just can't make it. So go ahead and give me a, a D6 of damage. Two. Down to eight. You're, you're fortunate in that the... the kind of spiky appendages that stick out to either side of its mouth those manage like you manage to just kind of roll under one of those and instead it, it, its teeth kind of rake against your upper body and your arm but it tears through your clothing and cuts fresh wounds across your your torso but um, nothing is just like you don't get impaled by those so 
size comparison wise, how big is this thing compared to? Uh, the mouth would fit like you would fit upright, standing Stand. upright in its mouth. Like okay. so, these things are pretty big. Like again, it's got about like a five to you know six foot diameter mouth. You bought hunting knives, right? Yes. Is, so it raked against me, but it's super long too, right? Yeah, it looks like this close. You're getting a pretty good look at it, and it's like maybe 15, 20, 15 feet long. It's probably about so. Would I be able to react in time to at least maybe like wound it while it's sliding by me and just like not like completely gut it, but like sure, yeah, <laughs> get a retaliatory strike on yeah, it, stab so it on it, pull out your knife, and you try and slide it across. As it's coming out, yeah, okay, across me. Sure. Um, give me. Uh, that's probably going to be a brawl roll. Fighting brawl. Fighting. If there's. A... Yeah, brawl. Damn it. Close, but that's a failure. Okay. Um, so you manage to you, you you kind of fumble a bit as you pull the knife out, and it gland the blow glances against it as it's like sliding past. But you are still wounded, and and unfortunately, you know, you just can't really don't drop the knife or anything but you can't really get a good attack on it before the back end whips past and go ahead and give me either another dodge roll or uh, let's go dodge let's yeah, go dodge. dodge two all right so That's this, a this time or extreme yeah so this time it uh you see the tail end coming you've seen how these things move in the past you know it's looping around once and then the other end's gonna follow and so you duck and roll and get out of the way well before it swings around and manages to take another bite out of you so you've gotten past it but unfortunately it's kind of forced you to move out of your protection a little bit um and you can kind of see more of them sort of crawling along uh you know these things are really just and, and now it almost seems like they are kind of closing in on you like you can like you're pretty it's a large area it's spread out but these things do appear to be kind of converging in on you, you see more coming up over the ridge like it does look like they're actively trying to move towards you a bit more so you'll have to kind of pick up the pace a bit um go ahead and um i think the best thing i'll still just i'll ask for climbing checks from both of you here and go ahead and give me another constitution check as well if I get all zeros. Uh, if you get all zeros. That's a hundred. Or it would be a ten. I guess that. Yeah, right. so it's a ten there. Yeah. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Um, so my climbing was a extreme. Ten? Uh, my climbing was just a normal success. And my constitution was a normal success. Ten? Constitution. A hard success. All right. Um, so at this point, despite your, you know, despite the success of those rolls, it's just, I mean, up here again, it's just freezing cold. You're still, there's only so much that you can do to stop the wind. So go ahead, give me a D fours, uh, for some more mm, frostbite. Three. Oh, <laughs> can I do, what a, can I navigate roll to kind of try to maneuver through all these attacking worms or is it? Um, too dire of circumstances. I'm going to go ahead and say no in this is this case, just because you kind of you've already seen sort of the clearest, quickest route, and you feel like you're doing everything you can to stay on that. So there's not 
it's not really, at least navigation-wise, I don't really see that speeding things up at this point. Well, I think I might light another flare and just hold on to it. Maybe, like, having that sort of fire thing might discourage them if they get close again. Okay. So I'm just going to be holding this lit flare. Okay. I think just uh, press forward. I don't see any other way but through. I'm not doing very good. <laughs> as you're as you're moving along, um, and as night uh, another night begins to fall, it's uh, you've had to deal with a few more of these monstrosities. Had a few close calls. You start to see uh, in the distance a, a slight blue glow, and you see that the the summit lies above this point, but. There's little salt. You take little solace in it because there's still just, you know, that the climb down is going to be hazardous and these creatures are closing in. But yeah, other than that, so it's like the summit is now in sight, but there's also the strange blue glow. Um, looks like kind of off a pathway, like just to the west um, that you could investigate it, like dips slightly down a little hill, but then, you know, the summit is getting pretty close. So it's night? Uh, getting towards night, yeah. I mean, blue glow sounds more uh, intriguing than worm <laughs> yeah. things. It, do, it doesn't, and I will say it doesn't look like you'll be able to reach the, the, summit. Reach the summit in, like, night is falling again, and it's going to be a... I guess my thought is we don't have a tent anymore, and maybe blue glow, it could be one of those, like, anglerfish things that's, like, <laughs> yeah. dangling and something and bleeding us into slaughter, but... Uh, I don't... I don't would wouldn't know what it is and wouldn't see it as anything other than we need something to some kind of goal to shoot for. So let's head towards the blue glow. But it is a little closer. I should point that out too. Um, can I pull out my binocular telescope? <laughs> um, sure. Yeah. See if I spot anything that's yeah. worth noting. Okay. So you pull out uh, your binoculars and you look through cracked lens and all, and you see that uh, it looks like a cave, a depression uh, traveling further and further into the rock. Even with all the ice and snow cover and through the howling wind, you notice that the rock looks decidedly different from the rest of the mountainside here. It's kind of scorched, um, has almost like a kind of a melted appearance. Like you've, you've seen, you know, volcanic activity before and, Cave is good. We don't have a tent. We need somewhere else to stay. And we can make a fire so we can, because I've got matches. So. I also have matches. So. Okay. Um, so you start making your way towards the, uh, the the strange glowing blue crevice in the distance. And, uh, go ahead and give me another constitution check. These are good. No. <laughs> Ten, again. So that's a uh, hard success. Okay. Um, what's your current? What's your? What's everybody's health at? Eight. Five. All right. Go ahead and give me another D six. Yeah. So one. <laughs> Am I succeeded? Uh. No. Actually, not this time. Well, it, yeah. You actually should. You should. Roll, um, roll a. Sorry. Roll a D four instead of the D six. Two. Down to three. You're going to have to use your field medic services on me soon. <laughs> yeah, so this, this last part is, has been grueling and cold and you're short of breath, but you reach the strange crevice. Um, it's now, night has basically fallen. 
Let's uh, get patched up. Yeah. Got to heal my shoulder or my torso. Okay. Wounds. Um, you can hear you hear the ever-present crunching and of uh, the the strange creatures around you. Um, and as you you enter into this crevice, you can see that it's uh, it is in fact it looks you know, scorched, melted, almost like it's been blasted or uh, by lightning or some kind of inexplicable volcanic activity. Um, it's even still warm to the touch, which is a welcome respite <laughs> yeah. from just the freezing. I wore my fingers on the walls. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like oh, I like to yeah. I imagine you're just like walking along, like, and it, again, it's it's kind of it's unclear whether this this slight blue glow is uh, coming from within the cave itself or just a reflection of light catching off of this glassy black stone. Uh, looks kind of like obsidian. But uh, so you want to go a little further on into the, the cave here, look for a place to set up a camp? No further than necessary. Okay. Agreed. So you're moving a little ways in, and unfor- unfortunately, out of the shadows rolls one of the creatures. Can I uh, crashing dodge? Blackened glass. Um, sure. Yeah. Succeed. Okay. Um, so it's bar- just barely. Yeah, it's like barreling <laughs> on. It's like barreling down towards you through this crevice. Um, but you manage to find a little gap um, between the sharp stones uh, off to the side, and you kind of you roll through there, and you're crawling, and your pack is catching on the rocks and tearing, and your clothes are tattered. But you do manage to get past the worm as it rolls past. Um, and it seems like it's such a narrow confines in the, within this cavern that it doesn't really seem like it's going to be able to turn around and really get get back towards you like you see it kind of go barreling um through further through the cave but that unfortunately leaves uh dr davis within its path as well so i can't really go anywhere they go they eat the rock though right so if it wanted to it's move kind of like tearing chunks out of it as it goes so it's not gonna really burrow away if i scared it assuming i was able um like, okay, so I still have the flare in my hand. Yes. So I could try to, like, pretend it's a bear and get real big and be like, oh, I have fire. All right. But if it can't, it has room to turn around. I feel like that's because if it tries to, if it could burrow something, I could do that. But if there's no room for it to do anything, it's still just going to, like, just run me over, basically, or stop. Well, yeah. Um, up to you. <laughs> I can't. What would I roll if I tried to intimidate it with the flare? Um, I kind of want to know what my better option would be. Probably, I, I probably would have you make an intimidate. Intimidate. Uh, I better dodge. <laughs> <laughs> I see uh, Sullivan dodge into a handy little crevice, so I'm going to try the same. And um, failed massively. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh yeah so you try and dodge the worm but uh it it really just can't get out of the way in time uh go ahead and give me a d6 roll two okay. oh just just barely alive so it pulls up in front of you uh and basically as it comes down you're trying to get away you're trying to dodge but it's teeth scythe down and slice into your leg it doesn't do uh you know it's it's it doesn't 
catch the bone or anything, but you, you feel a tear into the flesh. And now you're like, you're like limping and struggling. And this thing now rears up the next head comes up and it's preparing to devour you. Is there anything um, else that, do I notice you said earlier that would I uh, would I see this happening? Yeah, like can I can turn and shoot it? Sure, no, I want to. Yeah, I want to help. Please, him. please do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a what's below the fifteen? The extreme success. Okay. Um. So it's just a pinpoint shot. Uh, is there anything in particular that you want to be? I probably should have asked you before you rolled, but anything you want to aim at in particular? You're just opening fire on this thing. Yeah, I just what I think its head is. Uh, I guess wherever one of its mouths, just okay. So kind of like at the back of the the neck that's now like rearing yeah. up, getting ready to. Okay. Um, so go ahead and give me the D10. A eleven. Uh, the damage. Um, you said roll a d10. Be a one, right? Because because he's can't... got a damage buff. So oh had... oh, does the gun? Have yeah. It? Okay. Okay. That makes sense. So one d10 right. plus two. Sweet. All right. So eleven. Okay. Um. So the bullets uh slam like direct hit slams into the creature. You hear it screech in pain. It's like tense pincher things around its mouth, like wave around wildly. Um. But it still attempts to descend upon. Pull out my hunting knife and one. So it's right above me, basically. Yeah. Pull out my hunting knife and see if I can just go straight up, like, kind of up like, in his mouth yeah. and hopefully get a brain or something. All right. Uh, go ahead and give me a... Oh, it's going to be brawl. Yes! <laughs> Hard success. All right. Almost critical. All right. Uh, and then for the knife, did you write down the, any of the damage information? Probably be important. Uh, no, I did not. not. Okay, well, okay. Uh, that's going to be 1d8. Wow. Plus your damage bonus. That's pretty good. Yeah. So, um... Our health is really low. <laughs> 1d8. 8. <laughs> plus my 1d4. 1, so 9. Uh, okay. I... You know what? It's a last-ditch, <laughs> life-saving drive. But as this thing comes crashing down on you, you thrust the knife out above your head. And it just slices it down as it's like bearing down on you. You feel the teeth kind of like scraping and clipping against your body, cutting deeper, deeper lacerations. Um, but you feel this creature just collapse on you. Then, so its open mouth is just like it's wrapped around you. It's like practically slamming you down to the rock, suffocating you. You feel its icker and blood like dripping down across your body, but it stopped moving. We got shelter for tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll find out if they're flammable. <laughs> so you are kind of stuck underneath it. Um, Can you cut me out, good sir? <laughs> uh, I'll definitely try. What would that be? Um, so it wouldn't really need to make a check if you're going to try and cut through it. Um, is that what you want? Yeah. Okay. Was... So you pull out your knife. You start cutting where roughly you think he was, and where the like. It may have been lacerated, and so you're just tearing, cutting into the flesh. Uh, it takes some, some definite sawing. It's pretty thick, thick hide, but you do eventually get through. It comes gas bursting out, gasping for air, covered in worm blood. <laughs> well, I think, but alive. I think we use the worm as cover, and we patch ourselves up. And yeah, I need some. 
pretty crazy medical attention right now. Okay. So are you attempting to make make camp here? Yep. All right. So you start uh, you start getting your supplies together. Um, you know, you've got your your flashlights and maybe a flare here and there burning or something, trying to make some light and get a camp started. Unfortunately, as you're getting everything together, you hear more crumbling rock and you see more of these creatures piling onto the, the uh, outer face of the cliff and they begin kind of tearing their way in and just trying to make room and there's just so many of them now. You count half a dozen at least trying to rip their way into the crevice. Can I hide, go back into the worm body? <laughs> Maybe they'll just pass me by. I guess uh, just try to rush through towards the blue light. Okay. Let's do it. All right. So you, you grab what gear you can uh, with frostbitten fingers, blood stained and broken. <laughs> You're limping, limping further on into the cave. And uh, what you see is just almost inexplicable. The jagged stone gives way to an open area, and you see a strange obsidian obelisk in the shape of um, this. It, it looks kind of like a truncated pyramid, basically. So it's like a, a raised dais almost that ends in a flat surface. And at the top of the, the, the truncation, it's basically there's this wide lapping pool of a black viscous liquid um, so and this pyramid is just kind of sitting there um, and as you look at the base of this you know, like you try and find the base of this pyramid you see that the strange chimney basically of this cavern blasted back cavern um, just continues down down further and further into the mountain and as far as you can tell, this pyramid is just floating there out in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, like that is definitely something you don't see every day, but I don't see how you can reach it. <laughs> well, it, yeah, it's, uh, do you want to, I mean, do you want to try and gauge about how far away it yeah, is? I would, um, yeah, I have to try to figure out what, what it is. Um, Throw a flare at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's your yeah, last okay, one. Sure, you, you chuck a flare, and you can see that. Should you should you wish? I mean, it's it's probably again. It's so imagine yourself standing in kind of a, a spherical cavern, and so the edges of the pyramid extending downwards. You would, if you were to jump from the ledge you're on now, you might be able to catch an edge of the pyramid that's further below you because it is widening at its base. It's a pretty rather um, large pyramid. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's big. Like this thing's probably bare minimum like the pool in front of you is probably 20 plus feet across easily like it's kind of a square i don't really want to touch the pool but can my thrown flare like land in the pool um or did yes, i do? Okay. sure um so you want to check a flare into the pool and keep in mind as you're doing all of this like they're the, still the yeah the, the worms are like heading through the tunnel making what little like they're just crawling over one another biting each other like tearing themselves apart in their attempt to get in and not only that but as you look up and around you at the walls of the circular cavern um, there are more of these horrors just clinging to the walls and occasionally you'll see them just these masses writhing and ones they'll fall off of the walls down past the pyramid slam into the sides and they're like 
rolling off of the base and down into the endless black beneath. Like you can't really see how far down it goes with the meager light sources that you've got. How do we uh, fling ourselves onto the pyramid? Like, what happened when I threw the it flew so you, Yeah, you, you threw, the, threw the flare, it goes into the liquid and it sinks and you see the light just kind of blink out as it disappears into the, the liquid. So we either get in the liquid or we go down the giant hole. I, yeah. That seems kind of productive. <laughs> or we try to land onto the pyramid itself and not touch the liquid. Oh, that's if, true. Because if it's floating, they would have a harder time getting to us, at least. Yeah. And the liquid could be the last ditch effort. Yeah. Let's. I guess we're going to have to jump. Make a jump for it. Okay. All right. Give me jump rolls. <laughs> oh, God. I'm hobbling over here. There's every time. I'm actually gonna say yeah, I'm gonna say you've got to give me a penalty. Yeah, like I sound like yeah. you already failed. No, 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 it's it's oh man, it's twenty is my level, and I got twenty four. <laughs> I have failed too. Um, I could push it, but I guess I would have to do the hundreds or the the tens digit one. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's all I really. Well, I think yeah, I think when you push a roll, you technically just re-roll. A re-roll. Oh, I believe. And what's pushing cost me? Nothing, technically. But you have to explain to me what it is that you're doing. No. <laughs> that's kind of like your last-ditch effort. So, assuming, you know, you're... Let's say you're As like I was making running the... up, making, trying to attempt to make the jump. Your leg is kind of giving out under you. And like... the, uh, the ground kind of crumbles, and I start to trip and then try to push off for <laughs> one last final like jump. Good, yeah. good foot. Uh, mm. <laughs> or I rode a Yoshi and I jumped off his body when I realized I wasn't going to make it. <laughs> you, you dragged him all this way? Bad Yoshi master? Um, That's all Yoshi's good for. Okay. Let's, we'll, we'll push it. I'm going to fail it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Even worse this time. Okay. Um, so you you attempt to make a last ditch effort, uh, but the rock gives way beneath you, and you fall substantially shorter than you were hoping, and you just kind of you go crashing into the very base of the pyramid far down below. So give me at least a yeah, d6 for damage. Which well, it's gonna kill me. You might get a one, right? What's your health at? One. <laughs> oh, well, let's find out. Three. <laughs> Uh, so he you, did. you fall substantially farther than you would have hoped, uh, and you just, yep, you hear snapping your bone <laughs> as your guy impacts on the pyramid, the crumpled body falls on chimney. Alright, so uh, you just witnessed Jared plummet to his death here as uh, you were also attempting a desperate jump to reach the pyramid floating miraculously in the center of this cavern. Uh, no. <laughs> no. I, I failed. Okay, uh, is there anything you can do to push or... Describe what you're doing in this situation that would warrant a re-roll for the jump. 
Nothing that would help. Uh, <laughs> do I saw like I was saw my climbing like yeah, axes. Can, yeah, can I can I try to like dig those into the pyramid or something? Definitely. Um, unfortunately, if you uh, that would probably be a separate roll rather than like pushing yeah, the jump. That's that, I I would like cool? I will take anything okay. other that's not a jump. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> So you push off, and unfortunately, you will probably take a little bit of fall damage on impact because yeah. you didn't really get a good like it's it's a little ways down on the pyramid. So go ahead and roll. You, you weren't injured. Let's do like a D four. We'll see how that. Three. Ah, oh, that's a ouch. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. What are, what are you at? Though? I'm at four. I'm a, I'm not doing awful, but... Okay, so you feel your leg just wrench to the side and as you crunch into the side of the pyramid, but you're still alert, still conscious, and you know, you're know you sliding down the edge of the, this smooth obelisk. Uh, you want to like slam, try and get your, yeah. your axe into the side. Okay, give me, um, give me a climb and a strength check. All right, climb is a... Uh, a extreme success. Okay. And strength is just at barely a success. All right. So you're slipping down the side of this pyramid, and you manage to just keeping your wits about you. Years of sliding down ice and traversing mountain passes has given you a sixth sense as to what to do, and you just on instinct spin around, slap the axe into the pyramid. And just barely, it manages to chink into the the otherwise solid rock, and it, you get just enough purchase to slow your descent before you go tumbling off into the abyss below. You're able to then, you know, slowly as if you were climbing up an icy wall, you manage to pull yourself up to the top of the pyramid, and uh, only then does it truly sink in the horrible death that you witnessed of uh, your good friend, Dick Davis. Uh, so go ahead and give me a sanity roll. And your funding source. Yeah. <laughs> uh, succeed, actually. Okay. All right. Uh, well, you barely knew the guy, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, anyway... Um, so yeah, no sanity loss there. And now you find yourself on the edge of a pyramid, staring down at this black fluid at the, at the, uh, in this pool. And uh, all of a sudden, one of the worm creatures, much like a breaching whale, comes flying out of the center of the pyramid and crashes against the stalactites on the top of the cave and then comes crashing down and falls into the, the abyss below. And on that note, I think we'll switch over to gold team and see what they're doing while all of this is transpiring. So when last we left off with you guys, uh, you had just basically, you'd reach the, uh, you were making the difficult climb up uh, through the cloud line, um, having taken a fairly direct route. Um, you successfully uh, mantled the nearest wall, got up onto Wickersham's. You're making your way, you're most of the way up through and into the cloud line. You've already had your first encounter um, with these uh, vertiginous horrors. They're 
mm-hmm. as they're called. There's a word. Um, and uh, they're now, you know, you similar to what we've seen, not that you guys have observed <clears throat> this, but similar to what we saw with Alpha Team here. They uh, Once you get up into the cloud line, they're really starting to, you're seeing more and more of these strange creatures kind of rolling down the mountainside. Manage to avoid them. Um, there's also a there's a strange crevice um, in the the wall, some several hundred feet above you. We were headed for the crevice. Yeah, yep. and that was where you were last headed. So to the crevice, Crom. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Um, so go ahead and give me uh, give me a climb check for your lead climber. We'll see how you're doing here so far. The uh, hard success. Um, so the belay climber is having no issues as you're doing a good job of like leading things up, having good handholds, footholds, anchors are holding, all good. Um, go ahead and uh, give me both of you constitution checks because you know the weather's starting to pick up. It's getting colder. It's a success for me. Um, also success. Okay. And still, your fortunately your gear is managing to keep uh, managing to keep frostbite at bay for now. You know, the air is getting a lot thinner. You're making your way up through the mists, and you come to finally that that crevice uh, in the in the front of the mountain, and you recognize that uh, it's basically just this sheer split in the rock. Um, you see kind of black, a black crystalline shards that cover this this crevice leading. Uh, up further and further into the mists. You can't really see how high, but it looks like you can either try and go in and climb up that or go around. The choice is yours. What are you thinking? Crystals might be easier to climb. You think? I mean, than a hard rock face, probably. There's a lot more handholds and footholds and stuff. Hmm. Also, a nice jagged floor to fall on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Can... It, it might, because it's like a, kind of like a cave kind of like, right? Yeah. Crevice, exactly. So it might yeah. protect us from some of the harsh elements too, like the wind and stuff. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, let's go in and chat. So you start making your way into this uh, crevice, but uh, as you're going, um, unfortunately, <clears throat> although the it does provide good handholds and footholds, as you're saying, like it's relatively easy climbing. Unfortunately, as you weave your way through the crystals, you notice that the rope is getting caught and tangled up on the crystals. And unfortunately, at one point, your belay line is sliced clean through. It's oh, the tension rubbing nice. through. Nice. Snaps that. So you, you realize that this path, you're not free soloing it. Yeah, while easier to climb, uh, it's going to require it to be a free climb. So you won't be able to do anchor and belay climbing as well. This was a bad idea. Do you mean to turn around? <laughs> Can we turn around? We could probably climb back down and yeah. go back the other way. We've got plenty of rope. Uh, yeah, I mean, I want to climb back down because I want to live because I have no climbing. <laughs> <laughs> probably a better idea to not go this way anymore. Okay, so you made it. You haven't made it too far in before the rope snap. Um, uh, so you look and looking down, uh, you notice something that you hadn't seen from a lower vantage point. You notice that there are there's a pile of these creepy worm corpses that appear to have been smashed and impaled on the obsidian spikes, essentially at the bottom of the crevice uh, below you. So 
and and even as you watch closely through through the mist and in the darkness, you see more of their silhouettes <laughs> kind of falling down oh. into the into the cave. Yeah. So, uh, gonna turn around and try and go back and get out of this. Then, yep. Okay, I both you give me climbing checks. It's a hard success for me. Mine was a sixty-seven. Is that I have no climbing. No. So what's the default? Oh, just twenty. Twenty percent. Twenty percent. Oh god. Can, <laughs> I mean, can I use uh, my strength to save myself? Yeah. Um, is there anything that you want to try and do to, like, you attempt to, you start trying to climb down. I... Uh, you, you lose your grip, your purchase on the rock, and begin. Would he slipping. be above or below me at this point? Below. Below. Um, how about I use that pickaxe I took off of that dead arm to catch my fall? Okay, sounds good. So you actually have two pickaxes. So is it safe to assume that you're, are you going to use one? Are you going to just grab these things and try to, like... Uh, we're we're, we're going to do, do a wheel. Pick, <laughs> yeah, just like... Give, give, give him advantage on this roll. Yeah, no, we're going to do a wheel. Uh, yeah, I, I'll give you a bonus die of, of uh, advantage for that. Grab him, too. There's a better chance that one of them will catch in something that will stop your fall. All right, so what am I rolling? Uh, do the D100 again. Um, and it's going to be... I'm probably going to say it'll be a strength. Or if you wanted to, you could. You, I'd allow you to roll a constitution if you feel like that's higher. Mm, yeah, we're going to go with strength. So D100 and what else? Uh, just the, yeah, just, just to make a D100 roll. I mean, and then, and then you, if, and you can re-roll the tens digit. Not gonna matter. <laughs> nope. What? It was an 87 the first. Okay. And my strength is 50. Oh, it's an 81. Yeah. No, sorry. I mean, like, like the re-roll the. Yeah, not the ones, but the. the oh. Yeah. So it's still a seven. Okay. So it's a Man, I think that's the right term. You can have lost the base of math. I think that's the same. Well, it's the D10 instead of a D100. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. 67. So still bad. Still bad, but not as bad. Uh, and what was your strength? Fifty. Uh, unfortunately, I think that is going to. Uh, that's oh no. going to be it for Felonius in a desperate attempt. He Let tries me roll to. for Dex. <laughs> is there? I mean, anything? Uh, like, all? Is there anything anybody else wants to try at this point? I don't know what do you, I what mean, do you I realistically, I don't know if I mean if we're gonna be scientific, no amount of throwing rope or doing anything, he's below me, I'm not gonna be able to do anything. Yeah, I just thought I'd check. I mean I tend to agree. I think that's gonna be I think that'll be the end of Thelonious as well. Boom. Crashing through the obsidian and uh, <laughs> Any last words as you fall to fall to your death? I'm taking my money with me. I left you nothing. <laughs> Avenge me! <laughs> but you'll still be poor. <laughs> Not if he makes it to the top, you won't. Yeah. True. Then so you have to, then you have to name the peak down. after me. <laughs> and and back down. And then there was only Junko. <laughs> So you were successful. Um, that means you can either 
um, basically that that check will get you down back to the entrance of the crevasse or I mean I'm basically free climbing now anyway I don't have a, a safety right I mean you could the only difference would be event like you could anchor yourself in I mean it, it, it just a solo climber you could probably mm-hmm. anchor yourself a little easier on another route but yeah Um, you can see a pretty clear clear path up now you can kind of yeah i mean the reason we were not going to continue this way was because he wasn't as good of a climber and now nothing's holding you back now nothing's (laughs) holding me back i'm gonna keep going all right all right uh so give me another climbing check eight um that's a crit success or not not a crit but uh extreme success oh and i i will actually have you redo a sanity you better mourn me. I, you saw me roll. I got eight twice. <laughs> um, so that's less than my... Yeah, so that's, that's good. You steal yourself. Ugh. Renewed Boo. determination to continue <laughs> on. I've, I've seen shit before Boo. in my climbing days. Junko shrugs and goes, eat the rich. <laughs> Down with the one percent. Um, so as you're climbing... Um, darkness is falling worms. and you continue to hear the sounds of these worms crunching through the rock around you, falling to their doom far below. And a gradual blue glow um, begins to shimmer throughout the obsidian as you're climbing. Like you're you're just a machine now. No thought given to anything <laughs> but reaching the top and your objective. And you're just like okay. climbing through this brilliant iridescence. And above you, uh, in the darkness, you see um, a light glowing, and it's uh, getting brighter and brighter, and all of a sudden, a flare comes flying past you in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where that came from. In the dark, and you hear, you hear some, what could potentially be raised voices, or maybe it was just the wind. It's hard, hard to say. Clearly, okay, somebody's coming next. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, clear, clear, <laughs> clearly, there's you know something up there. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep going. Right, yeah. Keep going, and uh, if anything, that would give you hope. Yeah. And I, I don't know who's to say. Maybe somewhere in the dark, you thought you saw a body go plummeting past. <laughs> <laughs> It's just so dark. That was a that was a big flare. That, that was a tiny worm. That just, <laughs> um, but anyway, you keep going. I would say if he did see the body, it would be another sanity check. <laughs> yeah. You know, it would be <laughs> get a get a soft landing. Uh, he falls on his body. Wow. <laughs> and all the worms. Yeah, he, he died on impact with the pyramid. I oh, think, okay. Unfortunately, but uh, so anyway, you're climbing along and you find yourself. Um, in the midst of a strange circular cavern and you see metagaming a bit we'll just cut to the chase you see the same pyramid that our previous team had encountered okay so it appears to be floating as if in midair and where is this above like the the i'm basically coming up like a well kind of hole right exactly and it's just hovering above the hole Right. It's kind of okay. like, imagine, yeah, like you said, a well kind of, a, or more like a V-shaped sure, cavern. Sure. And then in the middle of kind of a, a spherical hole in kind of the center of this mountain almost, you could think of it that way, there's this pyramid that's floating there. 
Okay. And you've now climbed up the wall, gotten into the circular spherical portion of this cavern, and the pyramid is basically kind of behind you as you're climbing. Okay. Like you're about even with the bottom of it now. Um, so, you know, it's you have a few options. You could either kind of continue this climb. Um, it's going to get very difficult, if not impossible, once you start trying to go up on, like, you really just free climbing. There's not much hope of trying to cling to the underside of the spherical. You almost be on the vertical or horizontal sure. surface. Sure. So it's starting to look like the pyramid may be your only hope to at least get back on the solid ground, maybe try and find a way out. Okay. So, what, uh, I mean, what do you mean with the, the pyramid maybe my only way? Like, um, like, am I if, if you want in keep... the same chasm that they were in, like the same... Yeah. floor and stuff yeah so it's like and so there's really see. no other way out um in the darkness you know as you uh go ahead and give me a spot hidden actually i'll have you shine your light on that. no okay <laughs> um from where you are now the pyramid is all that you see beyond a narrow slit leading further upwards into the cavern but again you would have to kind of climb across the underside almost hanging vertically from that as you go to try and okay. get to that slit out of the mm. cavern. Oh, okay. Um, other than that, you just see it here. Here's an idea. Could I tie a rope to one of my picks, assuming I have you know, maybe two or, 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 or maybe just the one, and throw it to the basically top so I don't have to spider walk on the ceiling? And I could just shimmy up the rope and then continue straight up. Would I be able to uh, reach it by throwing it? And get it to stick in the wall. Because I've got my eyes on the prize. I don't care about yeah, the pyramid. You could definitely try. Okay. Um, I got. I've got a decent throw. So yeah, you get as close as you can. The cavern. I mean, and the cavern isn't huge, and that crevice isn't too far above you, but it is difficult, almost backwards throw to. Sure. Like it's going to be a tough shot. So go ahead and give me a throw check. That is a hard success. Um, channeling your inner bare <laughs> eye piercing knife throwing talents. Uh, it's it's perfectly on target. You aim for a cluster of the a dense cluster of the obsidian crystals, just basically trying to get your axe up and above it. Hopefully, it'll fall down in, loop around mm -hmm. it, and. As luck would have it, that's exactly what happens. The axe doesn't embed into the surface, but it gets up and over one of the larger crystals, falls down through the fourth, like the gravity basically pulls it down around the crystal and it holds fast. On nice. The side as you pull well, then I want to, I mean, I, I don't see anything else in the cavern. Like, uh, again, metagaming, Nick has moved on. Um, so at this point, that's actually good. Let's, uh, we'll say, we'll say that. Um, this would be a good time to cut back to Nick okay. and see kind of what he chooses to do. Do I just see like revelation. this robe <laughs> just fly up from below? Um, I'm going to say that... Let's see. Dick, is, he, is that you? <laughs> I'm going to say between like the difficulty of the free climbing, he's probably a little ways off yet. Okay. Um, so depending on how long you wait here, he may or may not see you. Well, I wouldn't quite have given... Would, would I have anything on me still? Um, Gear-wise? I mean, you would have basically your lim more limited supplies since he was carrying more. You would have just the basics. You know, you've got your, your climbing axe. Uh, um, I, I have 
twine on me. That can I like unspool some twine and throw it in and see if it, like it it pulls as it goes through the liquid. Sure. Like I I want to figure out more about the liquid. Okay. Um, so keeping your wits about you, you unspool twine, lower it in. Just want to kind of like dangle it through and yeah, see what see what happens. Um, interestingly enough. It, it passes through the fluid with less resistance than you would expect um, for something that looks so dense and viscous. Um, you feel, yeah, very little resistance slips in. Um, and as you pull it out, it looks slightly coated, um, but it's not, um, you know, it's not just completely tarry black or anything. So you just lower it in, pull it back up, and it doesn't seem adversely affected particularly checking the oil of the pyramid yeah. <laughs> as black as it is it's a little overdue <laughs> uh you said it's coated in something i yeah, want to kind of i want to see if it, incandescence i want to see if it lights on fire now <laughs> just like uh, strike it with matches it does not as you attempt to hold a match up to the fluid it does it doesn't appear flammable uh i saw the worms come out of it. Yeah. In fact, as you hold the flame up to it, it almost seems as if it's drawing kind of like the, the warmth and the light to it. Um, and it's almost as if the light, like you notice the light doesn't really pass through. It just kind of almost vanishes as it comes into contact. I guess last thing that I would really have on me is like a canteen other than like my climbing gear. Like I just want to dump, my canteen of water into it, like if other liquid floats on it, or okay. see what the interaction um, is. So you pour the water into the fluid, and um, almost immediately you see it disperse somewhat, but it seems as though it, it sinks. It basically moves into the fluid and kind of diffuses. It becomes difficult to tell exactly what what happens to it, but it definitely doesn't float. It just kind of sinks in and you see it no more it's lost in the blackness i think at that point i just like lay back my back on the pyramid and reflect for a while <laughs> <laughs> all right so you, meanwhile there's just like worms spinning out yeah. of it and falling off the top of it and uh okay it's about this time um that you see a light somewhere far below you beneath the pyramid, kind of flickering about the cavern, lighting up the walls, and uh, uh, you recognize it as a flashlight. And you see gradually, slowly, a lone free climber appears to be making their way up one of the crystalline walls of the spherical cavern. <laughs> Who is it? It's Junko! <laughs> <laughs> no! And uh, so anyway, Yes, now you, cutting back to Junko, you are desperately climbing the t uh, near this crevice at the very top of the cavern, and you have successfully secured a rope, and looking down, you catch a glimpse of Roy just <laughs> spread out there, lost in madness and despair, hey, bloodied and bad. Catching a breather, how's it going? <laughs> Fancy seeing you here. Um, <laughs> For I the record, I won... <laughs> um, I'll, I'll come back down and talk to him okay uh, i won't you know continue on so you leave the rope attached to yeah. uh, the crystals and you lower yourself down on the pyramid with no difficulty you're able to 
So, I mean, are, are you just floating on – are you on a pyramid that's just I'm, floating? I, like, I'm on the incline of the pyramid. Like, I get in my mind, like, I have something hooked over the – kind of in the pool, kind of not. And I'm just chilling out because it seems to be the safest spot right now. <laughs> Is in between the unknown and all the worms outside. Can I be safe to assume that I've been caught up? Like, we can spend yeah, some time talking yeah, and we'll, we can catch each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of gaming uh, to say that you... <laughs> I was like, well, you don't want to be outside right now. <laughs> That's all I got. And we don't want to go down. Or maybe. I mean, we're already here. You want to just keep going straight? I mean, I already have this nice rope. We can go continue going up. I mean, it might be a good time to rest tonight. Here oh. seems a relatively safe location now. Since it is nighttime, right? So... Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. It would, it's it's hard to tell what time it is. And the I don't know the cave, how well but, you could rest. Yeah, it's it's still spitting out occasionally. These giant worms come flopping out of the top of the pyramid and then go crashing down inside. <laughs> it's squishy. Like, unless you could like embed a like a layer of pythons to get a platform, you can kind of. There's there's a bit of a ledge around okay. the pool. Yeah, I mean there there would be enough space to lay down. I don't know. I probably take that time to rest and consider the options okay i'm down with that we want to maybe even apply do like some first aid yeah. or something okay uh somebody make a either of you can make a first aid oh. check to see. i will do it that is just a success nothing special okay uh you'll cover one point damage. yay um can i halfway the there a poor job and attempt to help him. Um, sure. So that's oh my oh man, um, that's a extreme success. Okay. No hard success, right? So for a hard success, we'll we'll go ahead and give you an additional. So you know they do a pretty good job of you know field triage here, getting <laughs> you back in at least decent shape. No directly bleeding wounds. Gotta suck the venom out. My uh dislocated hips back in yeah. <laughs> okay so safe to say you wait there rest up for a while and that also reset your sanity just as a metagaming note um, but uh, not not sorry not, oh, reset, not reset but just like as in the oh. amount that you could lose in okay a day i, I would say this gives you time mm. to kind of collect your thoughts and even as you're, worms yeah, even just going as, you know, as you know, it, it, by this point you're just kind of used to it. It's like it's it's impossible. You, you feel a lot better about them leaving. The At some school. point, they're gonna stop dying. Like you know, you've seen that Mario where all the Marios just fall and there's just a pile of dead Marios on the ground. Yeah. Eventually, those worms are gonna but pile up. It's gonna take a while. <laughs> uh, okay, so you know, several hours pass. You have fitful sleep. Um, while cold in this cavern, you are protected from the wind a bit, so you know you're able to. You could probably even try and build a fire if need be. On the don't have much to burn. Yeah, that's true. You probably oh, you probably lost the yeah. You both lost the pack. <laughs> so you probably don't have your camping stove or anything. <laughs> that's true. We're just two expert climbers without the key, without all the uh, anchor gear. Yeah, right. Yeah, you guys are gonna have a rough trip back if uh, we'll take a helicopter when we get to the top <laughs> oh, yeah. we get one of those somewhere. maybe you can find our body and we don't care we don't we don't care we just want to get up there we don't care how we get down so ready to ready to head up 
then? Just are you gonna climb? Yeah, I say let's climb the rope and continue up the, continue the cavern. Okay. My... Alright, give me climbing checks, both of you. You're kidding me! <laughs> Mine is a extreme success. <laughs> Did you fail yours? <laughs> I have a 95. <laughs> Did you get a 96? I got a 96. <laughs> oh, I got a, okay. Oh, okay. Fuck. I forgot. Oh, we'll have to probably cut this. I just forgot something. Luck points. We should have been using luck points all along. That's something that I was wondering spend. what are luck points because yeah. I have like so 52. you should absolutely spend a little luck to... Um, how, how, do, how do you spend luck? How do you spend luck, know, you spend luck again? It, basically, it's a one-to-one conversion. Luck that you so, spend can add to the roll. Okay, so I'll just. I think that would have only worked for me like it, maybe one time when I was like thirty or twenty-four. Have, it might have helped, Evan. What what did what was your climbing skill? Oh, I mean, I didn't have. It would have helped on that strength roll at the end. Okay. Yeah. Shit. So I just want to use one point. <laughs> I'm going to use I, one point of luck. what reminded me. is because you were like one point off, and I was like, fuck. Like, one point, like, and I was like, oh, shit, luck. Like, that's what that's for. So I got a, I got a regular success. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, okay. So spend a little luck, and you manage to uh, make the climb. You're back up into the crevice, and you find yourself at long last cresting to the summit. Through sheer determination or insanity, you have persevered to the summit Woo-hoo! of Mount McKinley. Who would have guessed the climbers made it? <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Thanks, financiers. Which will all be poor on the way down. All is not uh, not completely well, though, as you find yourself in the midst of a raging snowstorm. Uh, so there's no obscuring any potential scenic vistas that you might otherwise have gotten to enjoy. Instead, there's only the writhing horrors of the creatures managing to climb to the top and two weary, lonely survivors of this doomed expedition. There you find the last Hutchison brother, frozen in a pool of blood from his own raggedly sliced wrists and staring blankly out in the west as the snow buffets around his frozen body. In his lap rests a wooden pole with the tatters of a flag frozen to it. Final insult from the North Summit, actually conquered 20 years previously. The sourdough expedition told the truth. The whole venture was for nothing. It would have been perfect for me! (laughs) I would have been like, yes! So... That's, that's where you find yourself at the top of the mountain, half frostbitten. I think uh, Roy would sit down next to him and put his sidearm to his head and join the frozen expedition. <laughs> <laughs> it's got dark. Um, he succeeded, and it cost everyone. Junko, meanwhile, just looks on in horror. Junko, no, so, no, so sanity roll. I demand sanity roll. Go insane. Go insane. Go insane. Um, to 59. That's. Uh, that was above my sanity. I have a 45 sanity. Yep. To 59. Uh, okay, so that's a, that will be a fail, technically. So you will roll a d6. If you get five, five plus, five plus. Yeah. 
Six! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's see what you get. Yeah! I, I, lose, I lose five. I lose six sanity, six right? Six sanity, and you also are going to have a bout of temporary madness. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, that's, that's the best way to end it, unless she starts to go mad. Indeed, but uh, first roll, roll a 1d10. We'll see what it is. What happens to you? You did this to me! Uh, two. Um, okay, you, you lose all sense of, like, the, all, all sounds of the snowstorm drift away, and there's only just peaceful silence and a maddening ringing in your, like, there, uh, there's a maddening ringing in your ears, but you, have to you can't hear anything. Yep, and so you're, you're... Left to stare down in abject silence and horror at the, the body of the fallen comrade. You can always go jump in the pool. <laughs> so. We should have just followed the starter expedition, but we didn't get a good starter. Well, 